Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here with Bella Steyert to talk about the song Here in Higglytown. I always want to say just Higglytown Heroes. The song is called Here in Higglytown from the show Higglytown Heroes and also collected on Here Come the ABCs. Here we go. around just like the Higley Town heroes. heroes they all work together making fun together come see the Higley Town heroes you be Wayne twinkle Kip and friend all hop and pop around soon they'll learn about real heroes who and why and how now here in Higley Town Bella, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, so you are a senior in college, is that right? Yes, I am a digital arts major, communications minor, and I go to school in uh, Florida at Stetson University. Stetson, what's it? What is it? Stetson University. It's like Stetson. in this small town called The Land. We're about thirty minutes from Daytona Beach and about an hour from Orlando. Okay, all right. So it's like in the central Florida area. And are you from from Florida? Yes, I've lived in Florida most of my life, and then recently uh, my family moved to Mississippi because we bought a house that was owned by family, and now even more recently we're moving to Texas in December, so kind of been all around the place. <laughs> all around Southern family. Yeah. Florida's kind of its own thing. Oh, yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. That's what I realized. Like, once you leave, uh, once you go to the South that's not Florida, you think florida's the south but then when you go to places like mississippi you're like oh no <laughs> it's its own this is the south yeah <laughs> oh boy um oh <laughs> i <laughs> i put a shout out to my covers crew about higley town here is about possibly getting a song and uh my friend Gloria just uh, messaged me and said i was very close to finishing a higley town cover then my kids started puking no <laughs> oh yeah, this, it lacks a lot of the content that um, the other They Might Be Giant songs tend to have. And when I realized that I signed on for this episode, I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll make do. It's fine. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can, you know. Um, but before we get 
into the song, I need to hear about your Team BG fandom story. So it's it's kind of an interesting story. Um, it's very recent. Like I had didn't really realize until I got into them, but they were kind of one of those bands that have been in so many random fragments of my life. And it didn't really make sense until now. Like I remember I got a CD player in like the early 2000s. And one of the first CDs that my mom got me was the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse soundtrack. (laughs) And I like specifically remember listening to Hot Dog and like that version is a little bit longer than what they play on the show. And there was like some line about like grabbing boots and a sandwich. And I just thought it was so funny. And I was just like Mm -hmm. obsessed with that extended version. And then I remember like specifically. How old would you have been when you got that? I would, I was, I was like six, so it was like not like preschool age, mm-hmm. but I was like elementary. But yeah. my brother was four years younger than me, so there was a lot of Mickey Mouse just on at our house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Higley Town Heroes, I think, actually would have been the first thing that I have heard about them, and I'll get more into detail later. But so I watched a lot of Disney, and then um, recently, um, over the summer, is kind of when I into tmbg um it's it's kind of funny because i um over just this past summer yeah this past summer (laughs) so it's a funny story i've always kind of been open to all kinds of music and then recently i saw bare naked ladies over the summer and i fell into that rabbit hole and i kept hearing tmbg being brought up in like conjunction and I was like, I thought they were just a kids band and a science band. Like, I didn't realize, like, because I had known that they were kids artists, because I remember seeing them on Playhouse Disney. Like, there used to be music videos that would play, and I knew that they did Mickey Mouse. And I knew that they had science stuff, but I didn't really think that they were, like, an an, an alternative band. And then I Mm -hmm. kept seeing so many things from, like, being linked to, like, bare naked ladies fans and people mentioning they might be giants and their name just kept coming up and then one night over the summer i was sitting with my parents and uh my stepdad's really into music and he was in an 80s cover band and one night he was just playing like songs that he played with his band and birdhouse came on i was like what is this oh and like they might oh. be giants <laughs> nice so he was in a band that covered birdhouse yeah but he wasn't like he likes a lot of music, but like TMBG was never like something that had came up. And I don't really know like how big of a fan he is, but hearing that that night, I was like, Oh gosh, I really think I would like this band. And then again, they just kept coming up on social media. And then I saw a video on my TikTok with the Istanbul and I was like, that's it. I need to like actually <laughs> sit down and listen to this band. And so I listened to, I watched. I, I the think video. you may be the first person to say that TikTok was like that final spark to get you to It's so embarrassing to them. that it is, but it was like one of those <laughs> things. And this has happened to me with so many artists. Like I'll hear about them and then I'll just see like an ad on Facebook or like something. I'm like, okay, I really just need to um, fully listen to them. And so we watch the videos for Istanbul and Birdhouse. And then I listen to Flood. And then it was almost like that was that. Like when I ha- when I get into something, I tend to go very into it. So I mm-hmm. listened to Flood, and then I found out that there was a documentary about them. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this and then see if I like it. And I like Gigantic, and then I looked up all the songs that were in Gigantic, and then it's all gone. 
all I've been <laughs> listening to for the most part. They've become like my favorite band. And it's only been a few months, but it's like, where have <laughs> they been my whole life? It was like. So there's probably still a lot for you to dig into. Have you listened to all the proper albums yet? Yes. In that short I, amount of time? Yes. I've listened to all of what's on Spotify. Um, I have not listened to My Murdered Remains yet because I don't mm-hmm. have that album. I had gotten a download for it when they were giving it out in the email, but then I accidentally deleted the file. So I do not have that. So that was upsetting. But I bought the Escape Team on vinyl. I found that at a local store mm-hmm. in Orlando. So I listened to that. So everything on Spotify, all the kids stuff, I work remotely. So I have a lot of time to just like do stuff and listen to TMBG and pretty much whatever I'm doing if I'm studying. Um, Yeah, I've heard most of everything in the span of, I guess, six months, which is pretty crazy. (laughs) But yeah, uh, an intensive course. It's like, uh, yeah, taking a summer school class and tmbg where they just cram cram it all in yeah you're gonna but, like learn about i don't know all quick. the demos and like the live recordings and stuff i mean i know i've seen some fans that are like they mention all these songs like i don't think i've ever heard that before yeah there's a lot you were asking about uh the spreadsheet and even so if i scroll down even and stop before the patreon songs uh ending at the pamphlet ep there's 866 rows on this spreadsheet. And I looked on Spotify, like most playlists, if you look up, like they might be giants, everything that they've made, they average around 300 without the kid stuff and like 500 with the kid stuff. So that's like, that doesn't even cover everything. I haven't listened to the pamphlet EP either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause all of their, none of their Electra EPs are on spotify um then there's plenty of stuff that's uh dial a song only that didn't make it uh to an album um yeah lots of like songs they've covered like they've done covers live some of those i'm probably gonna be lumping together um so you're doing covers too songs well songs that they have covered so they might be giants if (laughs) if it's a song that they might be giants have recorded Live or on an album, it's on the spreadsheet. <laughs> that is crazy. And like I have a friend, uh, Chris Oliveira, who actually uh, lives in Florida as well. He's in Orlando. Um, he pitched uh, a Patreon episode about all of the Beatles-related stuff that they might be giants have done. Well, they've, see, they've covered I, Savoy Truffle, Ram On, Yellow Submarine, and then there's the Particle Man Strawberry Fields version. They've covered Yellow Submarine. I was looking the other night on YouTube, and I was trying to find Beatles covers that they've done, and I couldn't find anything. I was like, this that has to exist. Yeah, I should just send you the, the... I'm pretty sure I've got an MP3 of it. Oh, yeah, I, I would love to listen to, to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So... Uh, Higley Town Heroes, were you the one watching it or was it your, your brother watching it? I'm just, so the timeline, I'm just like, it's, it's hard for me to wrap around my head so, around uh, when I have guests on so young. What, what year were you born? 2000, like November 2000. Okay, so, so when Higley Town started, that was, that was 2004, you were only Yeah, so that was peak, old. my brother was born in 2004, so I was watching a lot of Higley Town Heroes. 
And I always remember like that theme song, like that was the main thing. Like I remember like watching it and like singing to it and really liking that song, maybe more so than the actual show. And then when I realized that it was, they might be giants, I was like, what? Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of music in the show too. They don't, they don't do, uh, the other music in in the show, but there it, it's almost like the stories are very kind of song based. I actually just watched an episode uh, with my with my daughter with Zinnia, who is four. What did and, she? Uh, she liked it. She actually really loves uh, you know those Russian nesting dolls too. Mm-hmm. So like she kind of liked how they like popped out of each other. And yeah, I was stuff. gonna ask my high beard kids see it. It could be interesting to see like a perspective of like a younger kid now versus like growing up that was you know now you have streaming you can watch anything but yeah it's on disney plus um yeah so the so the very first episode was that there there's a cat that's their friend and it's its birthday but they can't find it it's lost (laughs) and uh so they they sing a little song about finding um oh what was it what was the cat's name I wish I remembered. I watched a little uh, bit of it the other day, but I watched a random episode. I didn't watch the first one. Yeah. It's like, I need so, to remember the formula of the show. Yeah. So they find the cat up in uh, like a hole in a tree and it has kittens and like the cat, you know, the, the cat opens up and the kittens just like pop out of it because it's the Russian doll thing. Like, oh, she just had to find a quiet spot to have her kittens. And then the one kid goes up and like saves them. But then he gets stuck in the tree. His his belt loop gets stuck on a branch. <laughs> and then the hero is the, the firefighter. So the firefighter sings his little song. And then gets yeah, the kid I remember down. that. And and that's that's the episode basically. <laughs> so there's like the song they sing about the problem, and then there's the song that the hero sings, uh, and that's kind of like how every episode is kind of based. Would have been cool if the Mighty Giants did those songs too. But uh, I know very, I was, very I was, cute. When I watched a little bit of it um, now, I was like, I wonder if the music would even be like kind of They Might Be Giants type style. It's not. It's like typical like Disney kid style songs like it's yeah. not like how when they did the music for malcolm in the middle and like when you watch that you're like yep that's definitely they might be giants mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's one character uh, a, a a girl named twinkle who mm-hmm. when they're trying to solve this problem she always comes up with this like ridiculous solution like i think the one for finding the cash the cash is like uh what she said we'll collect every magnet in the world and then the magnet it'll be a cat attracting magnet and then this the squirrel uh what's the squirrel's name fran fran yes fran is like well that's a really fun idea twinkle but cats <laughs> magnets aren't attracted to cats they're only attracted to metal oh and so she always has this ridiculous solution that's just really silly and there's a video that came on the the dvd of here come the abcs and I'm, i forgot to link this to you i'm not sure if you've seen this yes this uh, is the part of the band yes where the the little um there's you know russian nesting dolls higglytown versions of the johns and the kids are all trying to find entertainment to their party. I mean, I'll drop a clip of it in here. But we've got to find somebody to be entertainers. I think we're going to need the help of someone really special. Ooh, ooh, I know, I know, I know. We call the lion who lives in the silver spaceship. Then we tell the lion to come to our party. 
And the line will entertain us? No, silly. The line will have a rock band on the silver spaceship. One, two, three, four. Here in Higley Town. That's one rockin' idea there, Twinkle. Only that could never happen because... But, Fran, it really did happen. Well, bless my squirrely soul. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because like it's just them as they might be giants like because at the time i guess this would have been when they were like more trying to brand as like the puppets are for kids but it was just like oh yeah these are john and john yeah yeah it's cute the the little flansburg one has its plaid button up and the linnell one has its striped t-shirt and the linnell one's playing like a little concertina type accordion Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just very cute was that the, <laughs> where they sing the theme song? Because I know there was another song, it was Heart of the Band, that I guess was from Higley Town Heroes, and it's on the ABCs. But I don't know how that tied into the show. I just know that if you look at the ABCs track listing, it says that um, it is from the show. But I tried to look up how it ties into it. Um... They basically just sing a song about how the drummer is the heart of the band. Oh. I don't know if you've heard that one. I mean, I'm looking on the track list. I don't see... I'm not seeing that. Because I know... Let me see if I can find it. It was on ABC's, but it is a Higley Tony Heroes. Yep, it's on the one, two, threes. Sorry. Oh. Wait. On this might be a wiki, it says that the song made its debut in Bingo Bongos. From which Okay, so he- not Higley Town Heroes. Oh no, it was in Higley Town Heroes. It was in an episode called Bingo Bongos, and I guess the characters uh, make another appearance. I did not know this. Oh. Shit, why doesn't the why doesn't the, the wiki page for Higley Town Heroes mention that? Yeah, that's was confusing. I was like, I remember the song was also connected to the show, but I didn't know if that was just something that they threw on the soundtrack. But there is a music video and they are animated with the characters. I have not seen that one though. Well, maybe I'll go ahead and throw the audio into there. I, I think we could just l- <laughs> lump that into this episode then, I guess. <laughs> Bingo Bongos and Piggly Town Heroes, which TMBG created the theme song for. Flansburg and Linnell voice their own characters who are members of a fictitious group, the Super Tasters. The Super Tasters. <laughs>
After Marty, the band's drummer, gets sick, Fran the squirrel fills in for him on her bongos. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I like that how it's not amazing. even they might be giants or the super tasters. They've had so much fun with this kid's stuff. Um, oh, I think I completely forgot to mention uh, in the uh, the little version where they're, the girl's saying that they should get a rock band for this song. She says that uh, a lion in a silver spaceship is going to bring the band, you know, referencing the guitar uh, right in there. So a, a little a little nugget that the kids watching the show would not understand, but it Unless works imperfectly well. with that character's... Right. It fits imperfectly with that character's, uh, you know, ridiculous, silly solutions kind of uh, shtick. <laughs> That's very cute. Very cute. It's yeah. fun when the creators, like, know the band and like you can tell that with a lot of these projects whoever hired them was very passionate and so there'll be like little references in there yeah well i'm curious to 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 know if it was the creators that came up with that or if the if the johns got them to put that in there it's hard to know yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's hard to say because uh, since they were so affiliated with Disney in this time period, you know, the three album contract and Mickey Mouse, say this. Um, if the makers of this show were like, we should get They Might Be Giants to do it, or Disney was just like, we need someone to do this theme song, and you're, you know, kind of on the on the the roster right yeah, now. The, the so in-house we'll get, band we'll put you in there. Right, right, yeah, uh, yeah. But I guess those are the only two disney shows they ever did themes for i remember I th- it might have been on your show uh, david Krause was talking about how he or somebody that was supposed to do a playhouse disney show and they might be giants was supposed to do the music for it and then that didn't happen um it was somebody talking about them working with disney um I don't know, maybe you heard this on I never had Krauss on, on my show. Oh, okay. That that might have been a different podcast. That might have been the one with uh two guys named John, John Ulysses and Oh, yeah, uh the um Nine Secret Eps. Yeah, it all blends together. But I remember that apparently there was an attempt to get TMBG on another show that did not end up happening. But like I said, I, I listen to random podcasts and sometimes yeah. they just all, all blur together. But I was your number one Spotify podcast. So oh, yeah, yeah. Number go. one. <laughs> it was like 1,000 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. The, there is like, you know, the Spotify raps that everyone's posting. There was, they do one for like that the art that artists can see and podcasters can see. And... I was forgetting how minutes how many minutes it said I uploaded this year, but it was like over a thousand, um, and that was just for this year. And That's crazy. We just had the fourth anniversary of the launch of the show. I've talked a lot of minutes about this band. Still got a lot more to go too. Oh, I just scrolled down the the wiki page and the rank <laughs> for this song on the <laughs> wiki. <laughs> 893 out of 910. That's that is very 
because it's so it is very to close see. to last place very close to last some of the kids <laughs> songs like i feel like with the rankings some of the songs that i'd expect to be higher are not and then there's some songs like this like why is it that low like they must have had songs that are like people like less i mean this is just a cute kid song mm-hmm. yeah well yeah the ranking is very funny yeah i mean there's only been 27 people that have ranked this song on the wiki um but it is it is higher it's higher than the mickey mouse clubhouse theme which is 905 out of 910 well where's hot dog uh, and 56 people have uh ranked that um hot dog see. is 897 So, and then 53 wik- Wikians have given an average rating of 5.30. People are really rough on these Disney songs. Wow, so Higley Town's ahead of Hot Dog. You would think that some people ranking these would have some of that nostalgia factor, either for them or their kids watched it or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm, I can understand I mean, Hot Dog. <laughs> Because how many times a lot of parents or siblings have to hear that over and over and over again? Yeah. That even if it is John Flansburg, it's like no more hot dog. Right. Yeah. But the 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 clubhouse theme. I did do the episode for that already, maybe a year and a half ago, and I think it's a really good theme in that it really captures the essence of Team uh, G, maybe even more than. Um, than Higleytown, because um, it's got a, a big focus on accordion, and it's got like tuba and all these things that you wouldn't normally hear in a rock band's song. Um, though, th- though this song does have a little bit of horns, which I didn't realize the first time around. I didn't realize either. I didn't come to think of it. Yeah, this song I feel like it's more of a standard like pop rock song, whereas like yeah. Mickey Mouse is very more experimental and which fits the tone of that show i would say because you can't just have a normal rock song or pop song for mickey mouse it's a big deal yeah yeah that, that was a big get for them i'm sure they made a good chunk of change off this and and higley town heroes i mean that went for four let's see there were 65 episodes and wow. i would imagine you get paid for every episode that you're on and every time it goes in reruns and stuff like that i don't know how that works in the streaming era, like when it went on to Disney Plus in twenty twenty one. If they get extra change for that, yeah, like four years. But I mean, when you're a kid, four years is like an eternity. Yeah, and they, I feel like they reran it for a while too, like a little bit after. Yeah, it says that it aired until um, May sixteenth, twenty fourteen. It was on rerun, so it was in syndication for quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, What's different from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is that, like, I feel like even though I've, like, grown up, I still, like, when I see little kids, they're still watching it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's still a massive part. Like, I'll babysit kids or I'll see, like, um, professors' kids, like, watching it. And it's just so funny to think about how that's still a massive thing in pop culture. Yeah, and I think probably, you know, Disney Plus helps that along in that, like, if a kid is watching one of the newer mickey mouse type iterations or whatever like then it'll suggest the mickey mouse clubhouse uh one and they'll start watching that even though you know it would be from like 10 years before they were born or whatever 
Yeah, when I'm in school and I try to talk, like if I mention they might be giants and their reaction is just like silent, I go, um, there's a band that does the hot dog song, but they have adult music too. <laughs> That's how I try to connect to people my age because it's usually like confusion or, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know them. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for my age, it was usually like, oh, they do the Malcolm in the Middle song. Yeah. Because yeah, that was when I was in college. Mel- Mm-hmm. Or like the Tiny Toon stuff too. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's usually the, for those of us that are already fans, that was the origin story for people of my age, um, first hearing them. But like when I was in college, if someone's like, I don't know who that band is, I'd be like, oh, they do the Malcolm in the Middle song. I feel like or it's cooler to say. The current version of the Daily Show theme. It's cooler to say like Malcolm in the Middle or the Daily Show rather than they do the hot dog song. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's like so people are like, oh, like I promise they oh, make God. cool music too. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have respect for any band that can come up with a song that's that that's that has that power to be that obnoxious, you know? Like it's that much of an earworm that it annoys people. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I mean, I don't think it necessarily annoys people just in like the actual construction of the song. I think you're right in that it's that like it's how many times someone heard it. Like I don't think it's necessarily a bad song. Uh, and I haven't done the, exactly an episode on that. I've done it on the theme, but um, it, it's more in that you know the sheer amount of times someone hears it is what makes it annoying. Because it's the it, the kids love it, and it's the again, again. I want to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, with, with YouTube streams and stuff like that, I'm sure they're still making tons of money off of hot dog. Yeah. For sure. That's, yeah. That's got to be their most steady source of income is still getting stuff from, uh, you know, royalties from uh, the reruns of all this stuff. And what um, I think is so funny is that, like, I've listened to a lot of interviews and they don't seem to mention it or, like, they mention, like, their Here Comes albums, but. They don't tend to talk about too much their their time at Disney and like kind of referencing overall things that they did, which is interesting. Like you think that they would talk about, oh yeah, we did the Mickey Mouse song. They they talk. I've heard them talk more about like Malcolm in the Middle and the Daily Show, and even in more recent stuff. I feel like maybe they don't want to be known too much. That <laughs> Disney uh, erasure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're definitely kind of over it. I mean, I did have uh, one of the times I had Danny. Weinkoff on I asked him I'm like I don't know if you'd know that this but the you know are they ever going to put out another kids album he's like I think it's pretty safe to say that we are done with that so I think they're just moving on but I mean yeah I mean he said they still mention the here comes albums but I I, I don't think they would ever want to be locked into some sort of kids type contract like they were with the here comes uh albums you know they're proud of them but I think they're 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 past that point in their career now it's interesting to think in like retrospective too you think when those albums came out like all those kids now like they're around my age like we're all grown up so it was almost like they kind of ended that cycle and we're all kind of <laughs> out, like in high school or college or middle school and now yeah. that music can still live on it's still timeless but to think about like they started no came out in 2002 and then why came out in 2015 so it was almost like a full over a decade of yeah kid stuff yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, so a, a pretty wide range of uh, uh, 
age of people that are currently, you know, getting in, in adulthood or getting into adulthood that would have grown up with those songs. And so <laughs> they're doing kids music. I'm thinking now that Linnell's son, Henry, I think is like 22 now or something. So like it's... <laughs> There's there's potential that Linnell isn't far off from being a grandpa. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that is so crazy to think about. <laughs> it's grandpa's music. Yeah, Gram- grandpa, grandpa's music. Cool. Yeah, Gramps is in a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Grandpa so obsessed with his accordion? <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, an accordion would seem sort of like an old person's instrument. You know, you know it's funny. It's because we think I, it's cool, but I associated the accordion with my grandma actually played the accordion. And yeah, so up, I was like, oh yeah, like she would always have it and play it. And I was like, that's so funny. That's like grandma's instrument. And then like getting into stuff like they might be trying to like, no, the accordion is cool. Does she still have her accordion? <laughs> yeah, my. Uh... Polish grandpa played the accordion. I have one of his. I don't have any recollection of him playing it. Uh, he died when I was seven, I believe. Um, yeah, but uh, my mom has some pretty fun memories of him playing the accordion at parties and stuff like that. Uh, cool. But yeah, it's not a uh, an instrument you see around too many people's houses these days. Unfortunately... Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like it should be more normalized in music that like you can do so much with the accordion besides just like in polka everybody kind of associates it with. Yeah. Come on, people. So so taking the song, let's say you subtract the lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you think this song could stand up as could they have put different lyrics to this and made it a grown-up album's song that's a good question and i honestly like i feel like the instrumental like because it's like doo, 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 and like the guitar i feel like it's almost in a way not like too basic but i can't maybe something like i could imagine it being on no but i can't imagine it being on like what would have been their album cycle like the spine, the <laughs> spine yeah it's 2004 or the L's, I mean, like, that I, album is full of pop rock stuff, but yet, like that little toy piano at the beginning, maybe, but they, they I mean, they've put toy piano on uh, on uh, adult songs before, so that's not totally a... I feel like the way that it's kind of structured, it's almost structured with the lyrics and like how they say it, it's, it's funny to even like, because at the end of the episode, they would play an instrumental version to kind of imagine... What would they put? And I think that would be a fun challenge for them because if we know anything about the Johns, they like having a prompt and then kind of creating mm-hmm. something to fit that. But I, I don't know. It doesn't really feel like an adult song to me in the instrumentals. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. did, what did you think? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's hard to separate them. That's for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> especially like right off the bat. You get the little, the the chipmunk vocal, the yeah it's heroes. Just, <laughs> how how could that how could that work in? How could they make it dark enough? How could it involve like death or something weird or history? Something went terribly wrong in Higley Town. <laughs> terribly wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no, it could be about you know something completely 
different. It's yeah, it's it's hard to say, but you know, they have said that they approach the music for the kids songs just like they approach stuff for the uh, adult songs, but it's but would that necessarily mean it also t- translates to stuff they've been asked to do for themes? I mean, songs on their own kids albums, you know, like you said this sounds like it could be on no, but uh uh you know, are they approaching those themes that they're they're hired to do? It's not like, oh, this is on our album. They're hired to do this theme. Whether they're really approaching it as if it could also be a song on their next adult album. Because yeah, it's like quite it's like almost thinking about like what if you take the Dunkin' Donuts songs that they've done, like how could that <laughs> translate or like the Coraline song? Yeah. I, they've yeah. done some client work that translate to perfectly like normal like tmbg like i think am i awake was supposed to be in some like documentary or show or something and that's just a normal they might be giant song but it's harder when you're dealing with theme songs because you have to kind of create the world that the show is in i feel like malcolm in the middle it, it like does that perfectly and same thing with like mickey mouse i feel like this does a pretty good job it's hard to musically encapsulate nesting dolls <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, the, uh, you mentioned uh, Am I Awake? It was the theme song for the show Resident Life on uh, yep. TLC. I'd forgotten about that. I did that episode like two years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's a I, great song. And I didn't realize until I looked on uh, YouTube and I saw like this behind the scenes that they were a part of making that for a theme song. But I mean, you can't tell that that's a client work because it just sounds like yeah john lennell would totally talk about that yeah uh, it, it definitely has a uh, kind of sinister feel to it but you know despite being so dancey <laughs> i think it would be interesting though if they had the johns write a song in the perspective of a nesting doll i feel like that would have given linnell a lot yeah. of content yeah I mean, they have talked a lot about kind of, um, yeah, like left my body. This could be like you're inside someone else's body (laughs) (laughs) or like sleep where you kind of become someone else as you've woken up the next day. It it does kind of, it would go in line with a lot of their. Yeah. Every time I wake up in the morning, just they all pop up. Yeah, someone else pops out of me. <laughs> pops out the cat just saw coming out of the little kitten. <laughs> that that day that John Linnell had kittens. <laughs> John Linnell uh, had kittens. Yeah. That would be Flansburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he he's the cat guy. Um, so I mentioned, yeah, there are horns in the the theme, and uh, yeah, it's it's Mark Pender. And uh, on trumpet and Dan Levine on trombone. I feel like they're a little underutilized, though, because it, it doesn't come in until the very last three lines. Let's all play together. Save the day together. Like, big oh. town heroes. But there's like a little fanfare kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just yeah, like now, the last like, yep, 10 it's seconds coming of the to song. Me. Yeah. 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 Deserve more horns. More what horns. Linnell just has them listed as keyboard, but I, there is a little. That's got to be toy piano in there, unless it's just a toy piano type sound on his keyboard. Yeah. Flans doesn't play any guitar. The guitar's all Miller. I mean, it's a pretty really? light guitar 
song. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah, pretty. I found that, like, that a I lot think, of these kid songs, he just lets Miller handle the guitars. I mean, he's providing all, all the like vocal narration to all of these songs. So I guess having somebody else yeah. kind of handle the guitar while he's kind of the showman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, another- I mean, he he probably wrote the wrote the song though, as far as the chord progression and stuff goes. Which, which I was looking at, um, and it's an interesting song in that every chord in the song is major, except for one A minor on the very last line. <laughs> yeah, I have it pulled up. That's fine. And I'm not a big music yeah. person, so I don't know how that works really. Well, I mean, if you were doing a song that has in a key the one chord, four chord, five chord of the scale, those would all be major. Um, but the thing that's weird about this one is, well, at least the person that tapped it out put it as E major. Um, but it goes from E to F sharp, which is just the, you know, the second uh, step of that scale. And it should be in the key of E in F sharp minor. So it's really kind of ignoring key signatures a lot um yeah every single f sharp is a major and having the step two in the scale be a major is very i mean you think it would be odd sounding but you don't notice it within the song yeah it sounds like that's why i said it sounds more like kind of no like normal but like kind of just like typical what you'd expect from this kind of genre of music it's not mm-hmm. like some of their more experimental guitar stuff that they've done. Right. And then at the end, the part where the horns come in, actually, it almost feels like there's a key signature change because the, you know, normally the it's the E, F sharp, A, um, but it starts, instead of going back to the E to start the final three lines, it goes to a G. A major, kind of sounding like it's going from a new key, the one to the second chord. Then it hits that A minor, A major to an A minor, and then lands back on the E again to bring it back around. It's just, it's a very cool, interesting chord progression. So he's not necessarily dumbing it down in that way Mm -hmm. for a kid's song, you know. Um, So that's pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah. One of the main things is like I'm such a big music person, but I don't play guitar. Like I've always wanted to learn how to play instruments, and it just like I've tried a little bit. I've tried to teach myself, and then I would like fallen out of it, or I've taken time off. That's something I would love to to keep on doing. And like listening to They Might Be Giants, it's almost like it's been more of an inspiration for. I just want to pick up a guitar and like figure out how to play these songs. You totally should. You you could start on uh, ukulele. Ukulele is a very popular. That, I was thinking about that. I was like, there's a place by my school that and they have really cool ukuleles, and one of them has like planets on it. And I've been eyeing it. I'm like, I just want to <laughs> learn how yeah. to play it. You totally should. Highly recommended. Yeah, definitely worthwhile pursuit. The, I mean, you're you're busy. You're you're creeping up towards your graduation. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I'm busy, so I'm like, I don't know. If taking on a new hobby would be but it would also right. be nice to like have something that's not because i do digital art to do a lot of graphic design so i spend a lot of time like on my ipad or on my computer and so thinking about stuff that i can do where i can like 
occupy my mind and not be staring at a screen mm-hmm. would be good to kind of like break up the work from homework or just drawing for fun. Totally. Mm-hmm. I do a lot yeah. of TMBG related crafts. Oh yeah. I, I I actually have yeah. This is really funny, but I we had a hurricane. And I was cooped up inside, so I decided to make my own puppet, John Linnell. Oh, hold on, let me let me get another screen grab with with this guy. In yeah, here. he's a little, it's <laughs> <laughs> a little rough, but. All right. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I I That's got a few there. cheap pieces of fabric and foam from Walmart, and just decided, you know what, I'm gonna try to do it. And so I made him, and he took a little lot longer because I don't sew, so he used a lot of hot glue. And I was like, I don't know if I want to take the time to make Flansburg, but I think it's it's pretty close to what they would look like. Yeah, it looks great. Rare. Yeah, so he, he sits on, uh, so cute. on my bed. But it's also been Those... fun, like, being in that fan community and just getting, like, so inspiration, like, as an artist, just listening to them has really inspired me to do cool things and make things and draw stuff yeah 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 a lot of bands inspire you know cover artists to do versions of their songs but i feel like as far as visual art goes they really have a strong contingent of their fandom that are also visual artists and get a lot of uh yeah, f- uh, you know fan depictions of them or art inspired by songs or yeah puppets and like 3d crafts kind of like that they're uh, very fun to draw I've, I've also drawn them yeah. many times and it's yeah. just like kind of a go-to i had a i'm in one of the classes that i am i'm in this is kind of a tangent but we had to get these prompts of for digital art like kind of make whatever you want was our final project and i was like you know what i'm gonna make a lyric video to mammal and so I took a bunch of videos of animals and mammals and I made the text kind of sink in with the video and I showed it to the class and everybody liked it, but nobody knew who they were, but it got a standing ovation and a lot of laughs. So I felt pretty accomplished and I got a perfect grade on it. <laughs> Is it up on YouTube? It's not up on YouTube, but I okay. I just finished it. I can, I can email you the file. I might post it on miscellaneous to your Reddit or something, but I, you totally it was, should. It was pretty fun. I, it was a little self-conscious of my skills because I'm not an advanced video editor, and it was my first time making a big thing with After Effects, but it was really funny. My favorite yeah. part Gotta about showing it. it, one of my classmates goes, this sounds like the Big Bang Theory theme song, and I was like, um, no, it doesn't, <laughs> but I mean, I like Magic Lady too, but I don't like comparing the two. No, but I'm... It's bare naked ladies, so yeah. A lot of TMBG fans get offended that they get compared to them. It's like it's funny because I feel like with yeah. BNL fans, they're like, "We love they might be giants, and we would love to see them tour together." And like TMBG fans are like, some of them like them, and some of them are like, Mm-mm. It, "Yeah, it doesn't as much go the other direction." <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I wonder with with Weird Al, a lot of um, they might be giants fans like Weird Al, but I wonder if it goes the other way as much. Yeah, I wonder too. Just Weird Al fans get into they might be giants. I feel like a lot like those three artists. There's a lot of like mix over and like crossover. Yeah, yeah. With, like, yeah I'm fans. just not sure if uh, yeah if, if people that were just into Weird Al because of how funny he is 
you know, the, the people do, you know, mistake They Might Be Giants as a joke band sometimes. Uh, like but, you know, TMBG I feel like fans, people might be like, oh, the, man, this is actually really dark. I don't know if I like this. I feel like TMBG is for the people that are really passionate about music and that are like very much music fans that people that listen to a lot of stuff and love to like decode the lyrics and the instrumentals, whereas like some stuff like, like maybe Weird Al, like that is silly and like Bare Naked Ladies is very silly. So it's interesting to see their opinions because a lot of TMBG fans listen to all kinds of music and where they work in music. And so it's cool to see kind of where they, what their opinions are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And so I was talking about people, you know, this band inspiring people to do cover versions, but this song, not as much. Uh, I did find one proper cover. Uh, should we mm-hmm. check that out now? Yes. Yeah. And, and again, it's hard to say, you know, did this person do a cover of it because they're there? They might be Giants fan or because they were a kid that grew up on this song and is doing it more as like the theme song. Like, do they even know that it's by they might be Giants, even though they're covering it? It, who who's to know i don't know maybe i should comment on the video and and see if i can <laughs> ask response. how old is the video uh let's see it 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 was uploaded four months ago oh so, so it's, it's recent would it be like a video from the early 2000s and you just commenting like do you like tmg <laughs> yeah on a, on a channel that's been dormant for you know eight years or whatever but this one <laughs> A response. the The channel is the Sunny Side Up Show and Butterbeans Cafe Fan Twenty Twenty. That, <laughs> that is a very long uh, channel name. I'm not sure what the Sunny Side Up Show is. Uh, I know what did. it is actually. Oh, you do? Um, yeah. What so is it? The, the Sunny Side Up Show is another, and if this is what they're referring to, it is another children's show that aired in the early mid two thousands and it was not on Disney. Let's see if I can find a picture of it. It was um, on this channel called PBS kids sprout. And uh-huh. it had a human host and it had this like puppet, this like chicken puppet named Chica. And it was like kind of like a bumper show. So it like be- it would play in between episodes of whatever shows that they were playing so it was like these adults with this chicken puppet <laughs> and it was set okay. inside a barn. Yeah. <laughs> See if I could, yeah, I'm looking right, at I, some I'm looking at some images right now. And they would have guests or they would I remember they did this thing like kids could send in like birthday cards for parents can like let them know when their kid's birthday is and they would read a birthday card for the kid or they would like read oh. other letters and they would talk about like what the weather is today. <laughs> that's cute <laughs> very vague memory of uh mine i remember watching it but this youtube channel uh is definitely not some oh so it's so basically they're saying they're a fan of the sunny side up show i, I yeah I don't, it's not the sunny side up official channel or something <laughs> no they, i don't it's think sh- they collab because pbs and uh disney didn't really cross paths oh, I, i'd say not um, but yeah, let's, let's listen to, yeah, let's listen to, uh, whoever this person is, their MIDI 
version of the Higley Town Heroes. We, uh, yeah, here, here in Higley Town. Let's check it out. I, I thought it was very interesting because um, it, it is like MIDI stuff and I I liked how they arranged it and I liked how kind of the computerized sound it had. I thought it was pretty cool. It kind of it was almost kind of like a ringtone type of feel to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it gives it a more kind of, uh, yeah, a, a, a rinky dink, but also kind of chill tone to it because there's no percussion mm-hmm. in it. Um, yeah, and I liked especially near the end the part where the horns come in. It has, and if you're looking at the tracks as they they scroll along, because you're seeing like the software they did it in, it, it called voice ooze. So this like kind of choir of fake sounding voices comes in where those horn chords come in in the original, which was pretty cool. I wonder That's they're cool, calling it an it. audio evolution cover. I don't know what audio evolution is i wonder if that's the program maybe it's like a midi service yeah it might be just that software that we're looking at there yeah possibly apparently there are people in the comments like this is a very like on from what i'm gathering this channel runs on requests and one of the people commenting said that they were going to request it (laughs) and all the comments are different like requests oh yeah different kid songs it looks like so maybe it's like a theme song channel i'm looking at what else they have yeah sesame street MIDI covers other 2000 shows so they must be taking like these nostalgic songs and putting them in yeah but there's also take on me in the group of all of these kids all right yeah (laughs) so should we even bother with the other two things i linked to what do you think I think honestly they're kind of funny. I, I think I think okay. we should mention it. <laughs> All right. So the next thing we're gonna listen to is not a cover, but someone just fucking with the original audio. It's uh, it's Z Seven Duck X is the channel, and it's listed as Higley Town Heroes theme song, slowed plus reverb. So let's listen to a little bit of this nonsense. <laughs> Just like the Higley Town heroes. They all work together, making fun together. Come see the Higley Town heroes. You be Wayne, Twinkle, Kip, and Fred all pop and pop around. Soon they'll learn about real heroes. Why and how? Now. 
the, I think that the thing I like most about this one is how it turns the chipmunk vocal into just like regular sounding Flansburg. <laughs> I like that. Our I was going to say, are you familiar with, there's a trend now about slowing songs and reverbing them. Like that's, it started because of TikTok and a lot of mm, artists will, okay. they'll release like official versions of their songs that are slow and reverbed. Because people like to do that now. All I right. think it started yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> this <thing. and> <laughs> yeah, this thing is from six months ago again. So again, it's not a, uh, something from a long time ago. Six six months ago. The Higley Town theme is having a resurgence. We got a, a cover <laughs> yeah, and a slowed version both within the past year. The Higley Town fandom, I guess, is resurging because of Disney+. Plus. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that like out of all the songs and like especially like if they did like they might be giants like slow and reaper that this was the one that they chose. <laughs> well, I wonder then if that means that the Higley Town theme has been popping up on TikTok. Hmm. I know I haven't seen it um make a resurgence, but I mean you don't know. I feel like now it's become kind of popular for like my kind of generation to get nostalgic over things now and i've noticed that a lot of even like at college we'll have a lot of like 2000s themed events i'm like we we are just now adults like this isn't that far ago but a lot of young adults are feeling very uh nostalgic to their childhoods and i think yeah all of these shows are kind of having like mini resurgence of being like remember this (laughs) Mm, mm mm-hmm yeah i'm also seeing a lot of kids even you know the age i teach seventh and eighth grade uh I mean, the 90s are still very much back, and I'm seeing kids wearing, you know, like uh, like a Rugrats T-shirt or, you know, stuff like that from that era, you know, long before oh, they were I was, born. It's from their I parents' was obsessed. era, really. Yeah, it's so funny because I was, when I was, I guess, I might have been in eighth grade, I, for some reason, was really into those kind of, like, 90s Nickelodeon shows, too. Like, I used to go and, like, thrift VHS tapes and, like, DVDs and watch all of that because i like vaguely remember all of those shows were kind of phasing out of syndication when i was growing up but i still watched rugrats but i discovered when i was maybe like 10 12 all those old cartoons that i have vague memories of and i started watching them and now it's like cool to have those back in pop culture yeah so it's funny to see all of those things being like brought back into merchandise and stuff so are you are you a fan of the slowed and reverbed uh trend no i don't like nah. it. i don't like it. it's all it's either slow and reverb or they'll pitch it up like they'll take popular nah. songs and they'll just make it high pitch i just i'm kind of a fan of unless the artist wants to release their own slow and reverb like they think it will fit the vision i don't i feel like we shouldn't mess with that <laughs> yeah Z7 Duck X. <laughs> when I first got my, <laughs> I set up my record player here and um, the spinning was messed up like on my turntable and I put my mint car vinyl in and it was playing bangs really slow and I was like, I do not want to listen to my music like this. <laughs> <laughs> the satanic version of bangs. bangs. So we've got one more thing that is again not a cover we've got on soundcloud uh on soundcloud mr gamer mb is the channel uh 
in, oh, let me see, when was this uploaded? This one's four years ago, so this one's not too current, but again, it's not the era of the show. Higglytown Heroes theme, Hip Hop Remix. Uh, let's l- listen to this. So yeah, that was something. What were, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> was this the first hip hop remix that you've covered on the show? Um, I th- I think I've had a couple things where people have put like a you know a bigger beat over a song, but the thing about this one is that like it's not locked in at all. It sounds it doesn't like doesn't fit it. It's not, well, it's not only that it doesn't fit the style, it's not, like, accurately on the beat. It's all over the place. Like, it's not a, a program drum track. It's like when you cue up uh, the percussion sounds on your keyboard where, like, the C key is, like, the kick drum and, you know, the the F key is the snare or whatever. And you're just like in real time, just doing, doing, just punching it out on the keys because it is just all over the place on this thing. Very messy. I just thought it was, it was funny. Like, I wanted to include it again. I think I've also noticed like kind of hip hop remixes of kids show songs being viral, too. I mean, there was another Disney okay. show. Little Einsteins, they had like a viral hip hop remix and where people kind of added a beat to it. So I think it's, these are just following these popular trends. The kids these days just like fucking with the stuff they used to be into. Why not? It's, it's, out of all the songs. It's just could, it could have been a lot better done. Like potentially it could have been cool and interesting, but and I, I usually don't put things in the show that I'm then going to trash, but this, I mean, I, I feel like this <laughs> wasn't really done in seriousness. Yeah, so. you're pretty I, generous with, with your song cover reviews. Yeah, I think this was not made by somebody who might have had a background. This might have just been like a young kid messing around on SoundCloud. Yeah. Why not? You know, go for it, Mr. Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gamer. That's my personality. I don't know. This kid. I'm, I'm so far removed from any of that kind of stuff. Um, the the newest system that I have is a PS3. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I don't have any systems. I I play my brother's Nintendo Switch sometimes when I'm home, but that's about it. Right, right. And I feel like people that call themselves gamers is probably more like PC games and stuff, right? That's more what so I've than learned. like a console thing. Yeah. There's some console nerds, like people that like collect all the consoles, but I feel like now it's probably PCs. I know people that will like build them from scratch and that's really impressive. Right. Right. Yeah. I just feel more like the term gamer. If you call yourself a gamer, it's not like, oh, I really like the Wii. (laughs) I play things on the Wii, you know, it's more. I I really like the GameCube. Oh yeah. Oh, the GameCube was great. I never owned one, but uh, some friends I lived with did. A lot of uh, Mario Kart on that thing. So uh, this this was all the uh, related audio-type things. I was glad to have one proper cover. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. It's Greg from One Week Later chiming in. Remember how I mentioned at the top of the episode someone making a cover for us and not being able to finish? Well, they did after this recording, so I'm going to plug it in here. Glory McElhenney, a.k.a. Carmen Sparkles, finished her cover of Higley Town Heroes, and let's check it out. Here in Higley Town, things all jump around, just like the Higley Town Heroes. They all work together, making fun together, come see the Thanks so much, Glory. I loved it. I sent it over to Bella, and Bella sent me back her thoughts. She said, wow, that's awesome. I love it. Love the guitar. The vocals are good, and the piano is very Linnell style, and I love how she incorporated it throughout the song. Definitely the best cover of that song. Very well done. I agree. Of course it's the best cover of this song. It's by Glory. So, um, that guitar presence, for sure. Obviously, I'm a sucker for some bigger, fuzzier guitars. And I agree, the piano pounding through there really uh, TMBGs it up even more than they did themselves. So, thanks again, Carmen Sparkles. And now back to the rest of the previously recorded episode. I didn't mention before, but yeah, there's no, they never played this song live, uh, unfortunately. Tragedy. Yeah. That's about all we got there. Um, I think it's time for the the tough job of scoring <laughs> this song. <laughs> it's oh. hard to do things of the, this nature. Yeah. So, what are we scoring it? We're scoring it against other TMBG songs. Yep. Out of ten. Uh huh. Do you want to go first? No the the rule is my guest goes first. Sorry, you're, right. you're not getting out of this. <laughs> all right, you know what? I feel like I the first thing coming to my mind is a four point five, but I feel like that's too low. But to other like they might be giant songs. I feel like it's so. I feel like giving it a five even is too too much because I don't know. I feel like it lacks a lot of like the kind of the charm and like versatility that. Even their kids' music. Like, I love their kids' music. I feel like even when I listen to that, I'm never, like, wanting to listen to this unless i like, oh, remember that show? And that theme song was really good. Right. Yeah. I would say... So, so what um, are you settling on? Yeah. I think I'll give it a five because I don't want to trust it too much. I always feel bad criticizing They Might Be Giants because it's like I love them so much and I don't want to... But I also am, like, 
to be critical about things that I like because I think that's good to, you know, have valid reasons for scoring things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was already talking about how I, you know, I was aghast at how low it is on the 910 songs to be 893 or whatever I said it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, comparing it to, I mean, it does its job as a theme song. It's a well done kids theme song. But if you're mm-hmm. comparing it to Anna Ng, you know, it's. It feels unfair. Like, yeah, let's compare. Like, they'll need a crane in the Higgly Town Heroes. <laughs> but even if we're comparing, like, four of two in Higgly Town Heroes, I'm like, I'm obviously going to choose four of two. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and I think just as a song that's, like, mentioning the silly names of the characters, I mean, it's kind of like, it goes for the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme, too. Um, you know, it's got a whole other level of kiddishness, you know. It's not just about a subject it's like outright mentioning the sh- the characters in the show and such uh i i think i'm gonna go four uh, all right yeah i think it's gotta be a four it's not my lowest score but it's close, it's close. what was your lowest score <laughs> i gave unearth my nina 3.5 <laughs> <laughs> this is my song yeah, that song yeah. always, when it comes on shuffle, sometimes I'm like driving and it comes on shuffle. It's the worst song to come up on shuffle because it always startles me. Yeah, this is my song. Uh, <laughs> Higley Town, a little bit above that as a four, I guess. I mean, I, I feel like, I, I don't know who's thinking, would I rather listen to On Earth My Nina? Or, I feel I, I would rather listen to Higley Town. On Earth My Nina is just too much. <laughs> It's just funny that I hear them sing backwards. I like how they've still kept that in their mm-hmm. kind of shtick of what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bringing it all back with uh, with the, with the the real locking into the backwards singing on uh, Stilub on Sapphire Bullets. Um, you you've heard that right? Oh yeah, Stilub. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm okay. seeing them actually in Orlando in March. I'm very excited to experience that in person. Very nice. Yeah, it'll be your first time. Oh, I'm and, so excited. <laughs> and again, it'll be within the year that you really got into them too. So it's uh, yeah, catching them earlier in your in your true fandom. That's uh, that's it's special. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> I know. I mean, so you didn't get to go see them in this tour. Uh, you must not have listened to the most recent episodes because I I went around well, I remember this whole you thing about you sold your ticket. I I did well. I gave away my ticket when uh I discovered that I could make it to the the Chicago one instead of the St. Louis one and get on Danny's guest list. And but then I ended up taking uh, a new job and the parent teacher conferences were on um, the day of the Chicago show, so I did not end up going to any of it. But I'm hoping to go to, they just announced uh, there's more tour dates for next year, and they're coming to Indianapolis in March. So oh, that, that'll be good. Yeah, That's not too far from, from you. No, it's like an hour. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. reach out to Danny and be like, hey, remember 
podcast offer. <laughs> I know. I hate to, yeah, I hate to push it with that kind of stuff. I'm probably just buying. Yeah. <laughs> it's me asking okay. for another favor. Okay. They've already done me all these favors of coming on the show. Yeah. For sure. Uh, do you have anything to plug for the people? Um, I don't have anything to plug at the moment if you want to follow me on uh social media my instagram is just bella.styart and my twitter i think is bellastyart underscore i'm pretty active on miscellaneous t as well so if you're on mm-hmm. there you probably see me on there and styart is s-t-e-i-e-r right and then t yes i missed it S T E I E R T. E I E I R T. E I E R T. You know, maybe that uh-huh. could be a new kid song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the family. So the Higley Town Heroes, it's the Styre Heroes family theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right, and, and people can find uh, This Might Be a Podcast all over the place. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash this might be a podcast. Uh, also, reach out, emails, this might be a pod at Gmail. Leave me voicemails at 224-801-2930. And, Bella, thanks for being on the show, uh, my young fan, my fresh fan of Team BG. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Of course. Let's all play together. Save the day together. Come join the Haley